you figured out that a lot of the intro songs, or a bunch of them, several of them, all right, a couple of them, are from uh, MCU movies. Like, this is uh, from, like, obviously, this song is from the 70s or something like that. It was a, a big hit decades ago. But uh, I got down with this song during the Justin Hammer intro scene in Iron Man 2. And I love that actor. God, I am having the worst time today with uh, with actor names. Uh, Regina King bl- blanked on me on the air. And who played Sam? Sam, Sam, not Sam Waterston, Sam, uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell is a brilliant actor. He was the, the smarmy villain, the smarmy business villain in Iron Man 2. Um, but, and that's where I got, I was like, I, I like this guy. And then I saw Sam Rockwell in lots of other uh, movies. Like, he's a great actor and he won something. I think he might have won Best Supporting Actor for the three billboards in Ebbing, Missouri. I think that's right. He played the uh, the the jackass sheriff, small town sheriff. He's a great actor. So yeah, him dancing out in Iron Man two to the Stark convention with that song is uh, is is why that's on the list. Welcome to the podcast edition of the show. It's companion content to the things happening on the radio every day between 3 and 7 o'clock. Janet Amid will be on. We didn't get to Janet yesterday, uh, so we'll have Janet Amid to do her weekly thing. And then also, we'll figure out, we'll talk to, uh, I hope you saw, because it got hundreds of shares, there was uh, the Toledo Grinch. There was a Grinch, like the Grinch that stole Christmas. He left Whoville and decided to come be a Grinch all over Toledo at the Art Museum, at UT, and I wanted to have the Grinch on the show to ask about uh, why, why does the Grinch hate Toledo? Uh, do you have anything to do with the Christmas weed? And and other questions, like why did you pick Toledo to bring your, your misanthropic ways to? Uh, some other things first to get to before we dive into our guests. Uh, no, no, none of the crew is on today. Uh, Alex and hopefully Ashley will be on with us tomorrow. And Ashley can talk about, we'll either call her Cardi P or Parker T. Ashley can explain that tomorrow. So it looks like the speed cams are coming back. And uh, bad news and more bad news. They'll be back. They'll be back in April. And there'll be 10 more of them, and that'll be decided upon those new 10 locations uh, by the Toledo Police Department. And I want to reiterate, uh, we'll call it, I, I'm fine with them coming back. Um, it's a little, and I think I used to say on on the Morning Rush, um, two things. If you don't like it, don't speed. And two, it's either this or we get slapped with another tax. This is, and at least here, you have the option of not paying the tax by not speeding or running these lights. Here's what I want. And it, 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 we're going to call it the Urbanski because it was Bethany's idea and we've talked about it before. So let I'm fine with these, these speed cams with one, with one stipulation. Um, we need to have, uh, we need to apply some subjectivity to it from an objective person. You know how with, uh, with football, uh, there is like an instant replay official 
Uh, if, there, if, if coaches or whoever disagree with the call on the field, there's a challenge flag, and then people in New York City or wherever they have the replay booth, they review it, and maybe they'll overturn the call. I want something exactly like that with the Urbanski stipulation with the speed cams. And I'll use Bethany's example that she's mentioned. It's Let's say it's a, a wet, slick day on the roads. And um, it's safer for you as you are driving the speed limit uh, to go through the yellow light than to stop in those conditions. I would like that objective eye in the sky, that replay official, when you get that ticket for having gone through the red and you you get the $120 bill, I would like you to be able to dispute that with that independent uh, objective uh, arbiter. And you can go, here's what was happening, and then that person can go, okay, I, I completely understand that. I just want to, again, I want an objective person, not with Toledo Police, not with the company that helps put these things up, completely objective. Somebody who does not have a skin in the game to subjectively listen and review all the details. And I know that's time consuming, but you know what? I think that would make it easier to swallow. Because look, obviously if uh, if people are running these things, and I know people have got like five or seven of these Maybe it's just bad luck. Maybe you're a terrible driver and you should be fined through the nose. Great. Let's put the that 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 fine money back into the city to for for infrastructure reasons. So again, I'm good with the cams with the stipulation. We have a better arbitration process than the one going on now because I don't think it, really anybody gets those things overturned. It's got to be less than 5% of people. And I've been in one of those before because my ticket was written incorrectly and I did get out of it. Um, some other things with with the police. With the police, uh, I've already tweeted this at Chief Crawl, but I saw something when I was at the gym today. There's like an Ohio news network that runs at the gym, and uh, I came across the story there. Toys for tickets, and it's happening over in Cuyahoga County, which I believe is the Cleveland area. I think it's the second year of this happening. Um, if you have some kind of modest driving violation. Uh, where you didn't jeopardize other people, like if you were doing, if you were speeding, this is not the case. But perhaps, perhaps it's a parking tip ticket. Uh, you made a, you rolled through a stop sign or something like that. A, a minor violation over there. If you buy and donate toys to a cause, they'll rip your ticket up. I like that a lot. So you have the punishment of, uh, of having to pay a fine, but. That fine doesn't go into city's coffers or in, into the black hole of municipalities. It goes towards uh, a kid who might not have had a toy this year. I love that idea. It's probably too late to do it here with uh, Toledo Police. Uh, maybe in some of the smaller municipalities like the Watervilles of the world and Swanton, they can do it. But it's a great idea. And again, it's not for, for dangerous violations, parking tickets and shit like that. One other thing. Uh, this is one of uh, Eric's life rules or at least my my philosophies, my theories. Um. And as we've got, as more people have dug into the inequality that exists in our society, this is another example of that. And I've yet to have anybody tell me why this wouldn't work or what are the blind spots in this. I believe that uh, citations and violations like that should be not a, a concrete value, like for those speed cams. Everybody gets fined $120. $120 fine. Throw out the fact that, you know, uh, of my thinking, if you don't want it, don't go through the light or don't don't speed, drive, whatever. Um, 
But $120 to some people is is really nothing. $120 to other people could be backbreaking. So I would like to see fines as a percentage of your income. Now, I get that that can be complicated. You can hide income uh, and things like that. But I think that that is a more equitable way to find people. I'll use an example of... Um, of like athletes. Uh, we've all heard stories, first of all, like athletes getting caught, uh, athletes or rich people getting caught drunk driving these days is is absurd and should should they should face harsher punishments and penalties because they have the resources to go, hey, I am, I am so fucked up right now. I'll, I'll give you like a thousand bucks to come, to come pick me up. So, uh, but let's use like a, an athlete or, or we use an athlete because we've come across stories before of athletes who are speeding. Athlete, many, many well-to-do athletes have like professional athletes, not uh, like professional NFL players, Major League Baseball players, walleye, the walleye players are professionals, but they make a fraction of what people in the, in the NHL do. But uh, we've all come across, you know, professional athletes, rich ones who have lots of cars and uh, some of them are very fast and, and they drive those cars very, very fast. I know this is kind of long-winded. Let's say that professional athlete A is doing 115 on 75 or, or even more. They get a speeding ticket for whatever the cost is. Let's say you're also, you, you also, um, so their ticket is the same cost as what we would have to pay for the same offense. If, like, let's say it was, we just use 1%. Instead of that fine for, for 115 or going 60 over the speed limit uh, being a $500 fine and X amount of points for both the rich athlete and you or I, uh, now it's just, uh, you know, 1% of your income. And that's probably too much, but... Let's make it. Let's make these fines and offenses um, a percent of your annual income, because that that should be more of a deterrent for those people who can pay these fines and citations, as opposed to those who have a harder time with it. I get it. Look, if you don't want it, don't pay it. But as the situation is right now, and I know this is very long, but I, I want to be as detailed um, and clear as possible. There's not much of a deterrent for a professional athlete who buys a brand new Lamborghini to not go test it out on 75 and do 150. It's a bad look. They'll get killed on social media. They'll pay the $500 fine. But if we were to get a speeding fine, you know, similar to, to what they would, that cost could be backbreaking for us. And I know it's just, well, don't do it. Um, I, I look at this as more of a deterrent for people who are affluent and have the ability to pay their way out of punishments. We obviously know that you know the more money you have, the the better legal team that you can have to to uh, to help find the blind spots or the shortcomings in some kind of um, case against you. So let's let's maybe even the game out a little bit. So your thoughts on that? Uh, send some feedback this way here, please. Fines for speeding and violations like that as a percentage of your income, not a steady value. Uh, there's a really great commercial that my friend Vinny passed along to me. It's very funny. It's uh, it's Satan during the year 2020 finding love. It's it's actually Satan every. It's everything that you would see on uh, on on Instagram of people falling in love. 
from beginning to end, and the end is actually not to to spoil. I'm going to spoil the commercial for you. The world ends. Uh, you see meteors coming down, but it's so funny. I think Ryan Reynolds has something to do with it, but it's for Match.com, I believe. And just a heads up to you, uh, I would never pay for a dating site because from what I've found, yes, you would expect, going back to, to money being a, a barrier for people, um, You would, if you're paying to be on something, you think that that would weed out a certain kind of person. Uh, from what I found, and this was four, five, six years ago when I was on Match.com, you see the same people on there that you would on Bumble and vice versa. So I don't think it's, um, I don't think anything that you'd be paying for any of these dating sites, I don't know if you're going to get your money's worth, as you might expect, in comparison to the free sites or the free apps that you can use. All right, so that's that's your little monologue for the day. Let's grab first guest. She is our sorceress. She is the all-knowing. She is our good friend, Janet Amid. I am here, honey bun. Hi, gorgeous. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How's uh, how's Mooney? Mooney's so cute. Um, He's been with me, you know, staying with me here and there. Because my family's always kind of traveling around, and he doesn't like to be by himself at home. They're tra- so I have my. You saw that little picture I sent you with. He sleeps with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they travel around like a bunch of gypsies. They are right. No, they go like they vacation. Not vacation, but you know, they go visit family and stuff, and they can't leave him alone, and they can't take him. So they just leave him with me. Well, which is fine. He comes to the office. He's the cutest little thing ever. One, they shouldn't be traveling now. Two. Well, um, I know, but they go to relatives' houses and stuff like that. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, for those that so don't, how was your Thanksgiving, ho- sweetie? Hold, what hold, was that about? Hold, hold on, hold on. Let me like get people up to speed here. For those that don't know, uh, I found that All a couple right. of weeks ago that Janet watches. It's your sister's dog, right? Yeah, my sister's dog. And his name is Mooney, and I love him. And uh, yeah, he is so cute. I we have taken our relationship to another level of intimacy with me knowing that you have a lovable dog in your family now. I love dogs. Uh, my I things, love dogs. My, I love animals of all kinds. I almost killed myself the other day avoiding a squirrel. My, what can I tell you? My Thanksgiving was was the same as, as usual. Uh, I I stayed up and watched a bunch of TV and or watched a bunch of stuff and ate and drank a bunch on Wednesday night at home safely. And then, I, and then I slept all day Thursday. And then I uh, I was in here for a couple hours each of the uh, next three days. It, it was fine. It was fine. Um, can I can I throw something at you? Yes. I I do want to know about your Thanksgiving, but first, remember last week um, you did my brother. Yes. Well, his uh, his girlfriend person is pregnant. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. They, they've been, rumor has it in my family that they had been trying for a while and it looks like he finally uh, delivered the goods. So I'll be, uh, I'll be an uncle with, with, you know. Oh, they're having a girl, right? Uh, I don't, like, I, she only took the test. I think she's got to follow up. Tracy's got to follow up with a doctor's appointment to make sure everything is, as good as can be, but I don't know. But um, I gotta talk to my, I gotta talk to my dad about this. But um, I'm hoping for a boy because, and I don't know what they're gonna do with last names or anything. My brother, like you went through it last week. Like you, we're barely related. I love him dearly, but we're we just don't communicate real well. Um, so I'm saving this for another time. If it's not a because, so as things currently stand, the family name would die with us. Like that's it. There's no. Oh wow! So if if it's a boy, 
there's someone else that can that can carry on the the W last name in the family. Ooh, okay. Well, I have a feeling it might be a girl, though. Hate to disappoint you, darling, it's fine. but I, that's what I think. I mean, it's 50-50. If you want, I can grab yeah. uh, Tracy's info or, or whatever other info. Obviously, you know, we want... Yes, definitely. We want to yeah, help. Yeah, but you have to have her time of birth. Yep. If you need accurate, 100%... Thorough astrology. You can't just go by the sun sign. It doesn't mean much. I know. I know. I'll, I'll like get your it. brother and I are born on the same day, I think, aren't we? Uh, he's the 25th. I'm the 28th. So we're both Sages, but we're very different people. I get along with you, and he doesn't. <laughs> I'm just we, saying. We get along. It's just not the strongest, you know, sibling relationship. We just don't have any, like, like I, I might have told you or I told others on the podcast, like we didn't really connect until he started getting bills because at that point we had something to talk about. We just have nothing in common. Well, but that might change once he has a baby. Possibly. That might change. But I'm also. Yeah, it could. I'm I'm away from home. So that that's but also fatherhood changes changes everything. You know what I mean? It changes things. I wouldn't know. You know yeah, well, I well, I know that. I don't want to. But know. I'm just saying, you know, fatherhood changes, and or motherhood. It just people just get a different perspective when that occurs. They, they never have, know. They Tracy already has a phoenix, and phoenix is nine. Phoenix sleeps. His bedroom is my old room. So there's there's some stuff there already with Paul. But you're right. Like phoenix is not his blood, but this this will be. So I'm looking. I'm looking oh, forward for to. Sure. I'm happy for, for him. Sure. And it how and was, it's interesting to see how that's gonna how that's going to manifest. Seriously, it'll it'll be interesting. Yeah. How was your you Thanksgiving? Know? I mean, it sounds it sounds like. It sounds like he's a good guy, though, your brother. I would like him. I like Sage men. He is. He, uh, like, he, as much as he wanted to rip my mom's head off for her whiny Jewishness at times and, like, her, like, there were things we disliked about, about my mom. I mean, look, n- nobody, regardless if they're your blood or not, or your, how close they are, there's things you dislike about their personalities. And we dislike certain parts of my mom, but he, um, he likely lengthened my mom's life with, at the very least, the love, compassion, and the, the caregiving he gave for her as she died. Because he was in the house. Yeah, see? He, he watched her fade away, so yeah. See? He's probably a pretty good guy. I would, yeah. I would not put it past him to open up to you at some point. You never know. Uh, I don't know. He, like, so... Another example of like just he's not a great communicator. He's not as like forthcoming as, as I am. So uh, he, I think I've told you before, he loves cars. Like my stuff is Transformers, oh, Batman, yeah. and he loves cars. He literally buy. He sometimes he will buy or get new cars more than once a year. My dad goes over to the house one day last week and he says, he says, Paul, Paul whose car's in the driveway? And my brother said it's mine. He bought a a, a new vehicle. Um, <laughs> So I guess my dad and I have just, you know, chalked things up to if it's a major, if it's for somebody else, for anybody else, if it's a major life changing addition or event, like Paul's not going to tell us. But if the dogs did something cute, he'll pass that along. Aw, that's cute. Yeah. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? But he's, not, but he's not a real, He. it doesn't sound like he's, um, it just sounds like he's a sort of a, he kind of keeps to himself yeah. a little bit. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. 
How I mean, that's, that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. He sounds like a pretty good guy, though. He I is. think I would like him. He he is. He's he's uh, he's likable. Uh, he's got some some Philly cynicism in him that you know I I got rid of some of that, not all of it. Um, but that yeah, he he is a good person. He is a very good person. And you wait, just wait till he's wait till this kid comes along. I think it's going to be a girl. Okay. I could be wrong, but when you get me her birthday, you know what I'd like for you to do. You have a job now. Your job is to get me his birth information with his time of birth. Include her birth information with the time of birth, if you can get it, and I can tell you exactly what they're going to have. Okay. Exactly. All right. I mean, why why take a test or why see a doctor? Why when you've got, when I've got you in my arsenal? Well, you've got me, of course. You know, I mean, that's the way that's the way it is. You know, when you have me, I mean, I can do it all. I mean, in one swoop, there it is. I know. Hey, is this a? Uh, did I see it's called a wolf moon? Did I get that right? I, I don't know. Um, you mean you're talking about what the full moon aspect? Yeah, whatever we're in. Did I see that this is called like a wolf moon that we're experiencing right now? We're experiencing a lot of things right now. Wolf moon can be part of it. There's no question about that. But the wolf, you're talking about the wolf moon is going to be in January. Got, oh, I believe yeah. it's in yes. January. Yeah, I just pulled it up. The wolf moon is January. Sorry about that. I mean, yeah, we've got every. Yeah, that's, well, I, 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 I kind of remember that, but I think it's going to be January and it's going to be, I forgot what date it is. I wrote that in my column, but um, it is in January. But we're going through, we've had, what's happening is this month, we have that phenomenal aspect kicking in in December, and that's on the 20th of December. And that's when the planets are going to be in line, and that hasn't happened since, I think we talked about it last week, in 1226, you know, which was a long time ago, 800 years ago. I was there. So, um, so were you. Huh? What? Uh, Say it again. I was there. So were you. We, it was awesome. We looked up in the sky and they were all lined up. Oh, we, sure. We, hi- we high-fived. Absolutely. We, we drank our well, ale. This and- is gonna, we're going to have a crazy, this is going to be a really crazy year. 2021 is going to be a lot better. Not like it, I mean, I think 2021 is going to kind of go by the wayside and we're going to feel so much better this year. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a lot less chaotic, stressful. I just think we're going to find ourselves more in touch with what's going on around us. It's going to be a little bit easier. We have Saturn and Jupiter both in the sign of um, Aquarius, which is really going to hit us around December 18th and then December uh, 20. So that's going to be favorable as we're going to feel so much more like in control of our lives. It's going to be a lot easier for us. It's going to be better. We all need we're, that. And we're I know- not going to continuously go through this chaos. I think this year has been hard. Haven't you felt it, the difficulties? Um, I guess. You mean you don't think you felt it? I mean, I, I felt it. It I, was really I, rough. I really didn't because good things and bad things happen every year. And I, I, I know you're, you're asking me, and I don't want to come off as, like, single-minded and selfish here, but I'm thinking of me, too. Like, I know it's been a challenging year for, like, 99.8% of the world, but you and I both know it that, has. like— you know, like we've we've been able to exercise our our introvert muscle like never before. So we were cut right. out for a lot of the things that have troubled people all year long. Right. Absolutely. I know. But I do think this year, I think things will start to shift a little bit. And I think the signs that are going to be most affected in 2021 are going to be Aquarians, Leo, Aquarius, Aquarius, Leo, Jupe, uh, uh, Scorpio, and Taurus. 
Now you're an, you you're an Aries, but you have no. You're a Taurus, but you have a lot of Aries in your chart. So it's going to be favorable to you when it comes to work and job matters and things like that. About fucking it's time. It's going to be more so rewarding for you. Thank fucking God. So you're going to feel a lot more fired up about life and challenges and things like that. It's just going to be a whole different ball game for you. Um, I said, this is good news. Like we all needed to hear this. Like we got, we can see the vaccine coming down the pike and you're giving us uh, a, a good start to 2021. Uh, a I think of, they've always had a vaccine. I just um, think that this get, whole thing. Get out with, of here. Did you put that monolith in Utah and now Romania? Have you seen that? And what? Somebody, I don't watch things. All I do is work out of my office. I know. I know. And you pet Mooney. Um, a couple of listeners have <laughs> I do. sent in some questions for you to help them with their pathetic and sad lives. Well, let's see what we have here. Now, I think, now this, is this, um, let me see. Is it, is it Kendra? Is that who it is? First up is, uh, you can go any order, but Kendra is 225.88, wondering when he will propose, and his birth date is 9-9-91. You know, I was looking at her chart, and I, I felt like yeah, she needed to give me a name, because you know I am about names. Um, so I I feel like 2021 is going to be a lot better for Kendra. It's probably going to be a stronger cycle for her, because she her relationship sign and her Jupiter, she's been going through a lot, have been hit really stressfully since the beginning of the year, and, and more so between August through September and into November. So she's pulling out of a lot of this chaos, and after December 18, 2020, into next year, I be, believe very strongly that he may end up proposing. He does need to work on his delivery with her, not the greatest, but, you know, they're both good people. And I definitely feel that um, if she would have given me a name, because names have a vibration, I'd look at numerology along with astrology, but I would say that um, from what I could tell, it might be around Christmas or New Year's that he proposes, but I definitely feel that he is going to propose to her. Uh, he does th- love th- her, so I feel very positive. This Christmas or New Year's or the next one? This year, this, this Christmas or January of 2021. I, like right before New Year's, like this New Year's, this Christmas into next year. And if it doesn't happen at that time and she gets a little disappointed going, oh, my God, he didn't propose, it might be on her birthday of February 25th of, of you know, that day. So it might be then. So it's either going to be Christmas of this year, New Year's of this year, I mean, you know, coming up, or on her birthday, one of those three. But my guess would be, it would be around Christmas. That's my guess. Okay. So Good. I could be wrong, but that's what I'm feeling. Good luck, Kendra. Um, Ellie. Yes, let us know. Uh, and then there's Ellie who wants to know if she should start her online craft business now or wait to the... I'd say do it now, right before Christmas. Why wait? You have a good chart for business and work. You're born under Capricorn. You're definitely a born entrepreneur. So I definitely would say do it now. And, um, I, in fact, I would probably choose the day of... Um, Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this. I really like uh, Saturday, Sunday of this week. I think it's favorable. If you don't want to do it then, then do it on December 13. Moon is in Sagittarius. It's a great sign. Very good time to do it. So get it going. If that's too soon, then maybe you can do it on the 18th or 19th of of, of December. Those those are great aspects for it. So I would say definitely do it as soon as possible. Okay. Good stuff there. Uh, good, you're, you're on fire today. And we, uh, last up, Anthony. I am on fire. And then Anthony is up for management promotion, but uncertain if he should take it. You know, the thing with An- Anthony is he has, um, he has a really good chart. You know, he's a Scorpio. 
his tendency to do the right thing is always there. Um, he likes to work hard. There's no question about that. And I would say if it were me and I had his chart, I would probably say, you know, he has all that score. This guy is motivated. He wants to work for himself and kind of do his own thing, definitely. So I would say his thinking sign is, you know, in a Scorpio mode, always money, money, money with him. So if the promotion's there, you should take it. Don't have some self-doubt. I definitely feel that he works hard, but he has a temperament issue, so he has to learn how to communicate better with people. But I do feel that his heart's in the right place, but he does have to work on his communication. But otherwise, it looks great for him to take this at this time, at this junction in his life, absolutely without a doubt. Uh, I don't know if people can feel it, but I can. Maybe it's the sun. I had a good day before I came into work today. It was a good show. Uh, there's good good energy coming from you today. Well done. Good energy. I like it. I like Thank it. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm excited about your brother's news and everything. I bet it's going to really be good for your father, too. Your dad's a great guy, by the way. He, I looked at his chart before. He's an amazing guy. He he is. I did give you uh, his, his birth date and stuff. Before. I know. I remember looking at it. He's a good guy. He's a hard worker. Very big about family, very much on target with his family. And I think this grandchild coming in is going to be the love of his life. I keep feeling it's a girl. I can be wrong. Okay. But I don't think your brother's going to stop here. Now, I do think it's going to continue on. That's why you have to get me their times of birth. I will. Both of them. So I can really take a look and see what's going on there for his future. You can tell, you know, easily I can tell things even 10 to 30 years down the road what could happen. But human beings cannot handle that much intensity you know it's like overwhelming for them so I can if you say it. okay i see this in 30 years you're going to be here and here it's a little bit too much to handle so i try to do it in like two to three three year increments maybe the most probably seven years but because everybody goes through what we call a seven-year cycle but i but i feel pretty good about this but i'd like to look at their birth dates together to see just how how they would parent if they were parent well together, that's going to be very important, don't you think? My dad would love to talk to you about the parenting that happens in that household right now. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, I can tell you, you this. Know, but- the, 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 you said um, when I was talking, when you, we were talking about how, how we've managed this year. Actually, I, I'm wrong. This very day, like today, today, the pandemic hit me harder than it has all year. Um, I called. I, I called my dad, and so Pennsylvania, at least, the, well, the city of Philadelphia has gone back into a lot of shutdowns. My dad loves bowling, and um, I called him. T- t- today was the first Wednesday in months that he's gone. Uh, he hasn't been bowling, so he's been very bored. So I called him before I was on my uh, as I was on my way to work, and there's like a loud horn in the background, like that of a of a semi truck, and. Oh. Uh, I said, Dad, what's going on? He said, listen. And I I heard it again, and it wasn't a horn. He got out his fucking accordion, and it's it's the worst sound. Like, it's arguably more deadly than COVID. You're kidding. Oh no! Oh my God! You you do not. That want, is so funny. You do not want my my dad and his accordion. To, it's awful. It's awful. Like I remember as a little boy, I think instead of getting grounded or getting sent to my room, I'd have to listen. You have to listen to the accordion. Hava Nagila on the on the accordion. Oh God! Just shoot me. Oh my God! That is like hilarious. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? Give the guy a break. He can't bowl that much anymore, probably. So he he has to do something with his time, right? Yeah, he's super bored. Uh, It was good to hear your voice. I'm glad Mooney. Same here, and we'll talk again next Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever you decide. Let me know. Uh, We'll get back on Tuesday. That was my. We'll just keep Tuesday as our, our standing date. 
We will. I'll write it in. I'm sorry that this had to happen. They're fine. It's been a crazy week. Uh, all right, lady. I'll talk to you soon, okay? We'll talk later, and I'll, t- I'll give Mooney a big kissy and huggy for you. Right, right on the tongue. Okay. Oh, my God, please. All right. All right, bye. He, does, he has very clean breath for a little doggy. He's I, very clean. He is, oh, my God, he is so pampered. You have no idea. Yeah, my dog's too. No I'm idea. Totally fine with them, like, licking all over me, as long as they just didn't lick their, their thing. <laughs> Up. Goodbye. All right, bye. So on Wednesdays, you know that I try to have a community guest on. We kind of devote Wednesdays. Uh, I don't intentionally do it. It just kind of happens this way. We get a community person on to talk about what they have going on with their efforts. Um, nobody was planned for today. We were just going to have Janet. But then Toledo's Grinch showed up all over the internet yesterday. I saw it first on Reddit and then all the hundreds of shares of the Toledo Grinch video on Facebook. Who is it? I know um, Danny Woodcock from Peacock Social and so much more, including Danny. Danny's an important part of the um, the, t- the Tarda board. Uh, he's helped reshape and give them a brand new image and vision to move forward. But Danny's got his hands in a lot of different things. So it's great to have him back on the show. Hello. Hello there. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. How has, uh, how has Grinch fame changed your perspective on life? Um, it's a lot more jolly. <laughs> what, uh, what compelled you to do that? Um, I don't know, man. It was, are we, are we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. a thousand percent. We're rolling. <laughs> okay, great. Well, it started when, uh, my wife is big in Halloween. I usually skip it for the most part, but since we're stuck at home, I bought a bunch of costumes and one of them was a Grinch costume. So the day after Halloween, I put on my costume, I went up stairs as the Grinch, grabbed the Christmas tree and brought it down. And when the first snow came in, I thought, man, I'm trying to take some fun photos. Maybe I'll put on my Grinch costume and go downtown to that big tree. Um, It was cold that night, so I didn't. The next morning, Monday morning, I thought, it's time to go out. This is going to be some fun. So about eight o'clock, I went to UT and it just, it kind of evolved a little bit more than I thought it would. In what way, like just that it became something viral? Well, like viral? I thought I was going to go there and just take that photo that you, <laughs> I think you shared. And then I thought, man, I, I got a fun high step. I might as well take one video and <laughs> I'll just get going. And I took that video and I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then, you know, the museum's not too far. Uh, downtown wasn't far from there. Toledo's got so many great places and they're so close. I thought, shoot, I might as well uh, do a little bit of promoting while I'm out. Promoting what though? Toledo, dude. <laughs> you know me. This is this is something I'm very passionate about, making Toledo fun and making it look good on the internet. So For sure. I thought I can kill a couple birds with one stone. And, like, I don't know if you remember the first couple snows we had here, but they were pretty lame. This snowfall yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, we uh, we were doing a, a cluster contest. Uh, I forget what the prize was, but you had to guess when we get the first measurable snowfall at the airport. <laughs> and it was a little wonky because I like the one that was a couple of Sundays ago, I got a bunch where I live. You probably got it where you live. My friend in Perrysburg yep. got nothing. So we're trying to figure out this contest. But wow. yeah, but uh, yeah, this was uh, this was a solid snowfall. I hope it doesn't portend for. A hectic winter, but no, your video was awesome. Um, it was something that we all definitely needed because it was, 
it was uh, an enjoyable experience to go out at like 8 a.m. on a Monday morning when some people are driving into work and they see <laughs> some clown dressed like the Grinch on the sidewalk. So I'd look back at them and like start to do that high knee run. And they, <laughs> you know, I heard some people honking their horn and reaching out and waving. One of the museum security guards who actually looks like he chases me in the video, he walked by, opened his door, and I was like, shoot, here's here's where I get in trouble. I knew it'd come sooner or later. And he's like, Man, can I take a picture with you? And yeah. I was like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, even the even the unhip museum people are are down with that. They needed a little joy because I, I were you thinking in Did that you say the unhip museum people? I'm scared. Bro, are you of, kidding me? I'm scared of some. Of the, I mean, the people. I don't know what they're called. The people that monitor the exhibits. Ah, the people like, who make sure people like you and I don't ruin the historic cor- art collection. Correct. Correct. Because I correct. would totally touch all those statues in the one room. Yes. Like, look at me touching his penis. Or, or <laughs> oh, okay. The uh, the, I like the uh, the the room with uh, the Roman artifacts and stuff. It's like, hey, look, that, it's, yeah. it's not that heavy after all. But. <laughs> Um, were you thinking when, like, like you just said, when the, uh, when the museum person came up to you, were you thinking, oh shit, president of the board of Tarda in a Grinch costume, this is not going to be good at all. Absolutely not. <laughs> well, good. Um, were you at co- the very most, he was going to tell some jerk in a mask to move while they snow plowed, you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. Were you cold? Um, a little bit, but I had on some tights and a Under Armour shirt too. So okay, good. I mean, once you're out there and like jumping around like a fool, you you really aren't thinking too much about how cold you are. You're thinking, I got to get out of here because I'm wearing green tights. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it it. I think when I saw it earlier this morning, it was like 300 shares, and it made it a bunch of places. I I hope it goes even a more viral in some way. Cause again, it, it, I think it put a smile on everybody's face cause it was so unexpected. Yeah. Especially December 1st. Right. Like. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and I it was guess- a good time. Grinch, Grinch is making house calls. Um, he's running on sidewalks for the low, low price of some Christmas cookies. So he's causing some ruckuses in neighborhoods around Toledo, man. So will there be a continuation of, of, uh, of content? Um, I, I don't know. We'll see where it takes us. I I will not lie. I did have a thought in my head that uh, I was thinking of starting an at Toledo's Grinch Twitter <laughs> Twitter account, but I'm not I'm not that makeup fake account guy. But somebody out there, I've just planted the seed. Or if you'd like yep. to, uh, if, if it'll if, it'll be like the uh, Toledo Bachelor thing that was going on yes. a year or so ago. Yes, yes, yes. Who is this guy? Oh. <laughs> Um, you should know I only have one burner account on Twitter, and it is promoting cool bike lanes and bike trails that Toledo has. How how often are you on the uh, Toledo Reddit page? Um, I think I went on there yesterday for the first time in a very really? time. Okay, yeah. okay. I I think it's an interesting little subculture. Um, I think some of the I, I go I go there every day. I I, I forget who oh, really? t- I forget who tipped me off to it, but. I found it as like a nice place to see, you know, I mean, it's an underground culture. Like in a week, right. the news will be possibly talking about this story. So, I mean, I don't spend a ton of time on there because quite frankly, I'm 
I get exasperated of people complaining about Buckeye and yep. someone going, hey, should I live here? And it, yep. it, it's it's amazing for Reddit having the reputation of being, you know, a step ahead of a lot of places on the Internet. Um, there's really you would think a lot of people that post Reddit things, at least on the Toledo subreddit, like don't have access to any other Internet sites. <laughs> we, we used to use it when we were doing the Toledo Matters podcast. We used it quite a bit more. and We found it to be a place to. Like we talk about the hidden gems that people on our shows would bring up or some of the other stuff we talk about. I always thought it to be a nice little message board, but it's been some time, you know, since we've done that. Well, uh, before I ask you other stuff and I do have other stuff to ask, uh, cool. what is, no more Toledo Matters podcast? No, we stopped doing that. I think last year, everyone, I mean, when we first started that show, we, we all had a little bit more free time. We were right. so busy in our careers. Now one guy is a partner at his law firm. The other guy's business is taken off with vintage aerial and you know me i stay pretty busy yes you do yes you do um i was thinking about this and and it's so however fun. the metro parts podcast has taken off and it's probably better than our show gotta plug that real quick uh no by all means i i what what am i looking for when i go to the podcast places toledo metro parks um probably just metro parks toledo pod okay they, they like to call it just a pod Okay, I, I look forward to I didn't know about it, but I look forward to listening to it. I'm always trying to add stuff to uh, to the pod list. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so it sucks that Facebook uh, brings sometimes the wrong people together and, and splits <laughs> up people that it shouldn't. Like, absolutely, we're friends on Facebook. But the right. algorithm keeps us apart. Um, so I... You know what that tells me as a social media consultant, Eric? Why? It says that you don't engage with my posts, which makes sense. Most of the time, I'm not posting. I'm, I'm using Facebook as like a family photo album almost. Right, so right. So that would make sense. Um, no, no, it's absolutely right that I'm not engaging. And, and for whatever reason, like Facebook doesn't think that your stuff is interesting enough to me. But that uh, yep. it's a it's a good segue into my question. Are you so I've had an okay year, like you know okay. me. I, I like to keep to myself, so I was cut out for this this shitty year that everybody's enduring. Yep. Um, you got your house, you got married. Yes. Are you the yes. other person that's had a good twenty twenty? Um, twenty twenty has been challenging in in ways that you know I think we all never saw coming, but also rewarding for me in ways that I. I haven't had before like i bought an electric keyboard and learned to play a few things on piano and that's a hobby that i've always told myself like man one day when i got the free time i'll, I'll learn to do this but something that i uh you know finally got the time because i'm not going anywhere i haven't gone anywhere since like february um but good things happened i mean you're married now you got yep, your, married you, now. you got you got your house and i thought about got the house last year which last was just a perfect time to be a homeowner this year all of a sudden with dogs to not live in an apartment in a year where there's a global health pandemic great well and i don't know if you followed stuff or looked at the value of what you you could sell your house for now like you got it at a great price compared to if you would have bought this year because of everybody's home buying behavior yeah i guess so i never really thought about that i mean your your house right now uh whatever you bought it for you could probably tack on 25 percent if it were if it were to be sold this year um, and we did during COVID have a lot of spare time to uh, remodel a bit and, and put put tear up some carpet and reveal some hardwood floors. So we've had some fun with that. Are you totally delighted with uh, with finally making the the big home purchase? Um, incredibly, and as Good. a skeptic to that decision, <laughs> I am very happy to be on the other side. The other side? What do you mean? 
like having a home and loving it. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. Um, I thought, you know me, I thought downtown Toledo was going to be somewhere that I was for a very long time. And, you know, I'm a six minute drive, 15 minute bike ride, 20 minute bus ride away. Um, not too bad. Uh, it's like that com- that insurance commercial where it's the young couple and they're like, we're going to live downtown for the rest of our life. And then there's a kid. And then, <laughs> yeah. I, and you know what? I, people always ask me, and I'm sure they ask you, like if you miss downtown. And I do because of the ease of access because people would always yep. be there. So they, they'd call us and be like, hey, I'm over at Dirty Bird. And I'd put pants yep. on and you know go over there. Right. Um, and I do miss that, even though this has not been the year for that. It. I, I don't, it's a pain in the ass for where I live to get down there. Um, oh, yeah. It, I do miss it a little bit, but I, I'm glad I did it. And I'm glad that I didn't buy my place down there because it would have been yep. um, a, a financial would have been a headache. tough time this year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I don't sure. know if you have this. I, I'm not sure where you moved, um, but I'm over in West Toledo. So as I have started to pick up my bicycle as my main mode of transportation instead of the car, I've found that. Like I can bike all the way up to Whole Foods in in 12 minutes, and that's where I do my Amazon returns right now. I'm not doing much shopping, but right. to get up there and be able to get you know once I can go to El Vaquero right there and come back up to UT and hit Stubborn Brother. I love that pizza. Um, there's a, oh, there's a nice neighborhood quality that I found here that downtown also gave me. Were, are you near St. Francis? I am. There yeah. is a historic neighborhood right next to it called Westmoreland. Okay. Oh, I'm, f- I'm familiar with the name. Yeah. That's I where- never. I never knew about it. I felt like such a fool because, like you, you know, I've tried to find the hidden gems in Toledo, and then yep. this beautiful neighborhood with old historic homes pops up out of nowhere, and I'm like, shoot, got it going on. And right next to Ottawa Park, the golf course, the tennis courts, the mountain biking trail. Yeah, it's a great spot. I uh, I, I live over by uh, St. John's near yep. Home Depot and stuff. And oh, so we're enemies because I I like St. Francis. <laughs> I I I don't I have no like or anything. I ripped St. John's yesterday for pulling this shit around the health order with the basketball and the winter sports, but Ooh. um. I, I traded in all my local coffee shops and downtown stuff for ease of access to Target, but I don't regret <laughs> I don't I don't regret my home buying uh, decision at all. Um, Where are you at? What do you mean? Like what part of town? The G- South Toledo, North, no, East, West. No, I I live behind the Home Depot, uh, St. John's. That's my neighborhood. Ah, yeah, you off, just said that. I'm sorry. Off, off of airport. I live right yeah. back there. Uh, it's it's a weird uh, coalescence of things because yep. it's I get it's it I would get by name it would be South Toledo, but it's not really okay. South Toledo. What, what right. as people would refer to, it's I guess geographically speaking Southwest Toledo. And if I yep. walk across the street, it's Springfield. And if I walk across <laughs> another street, it's Holland. So oh, yeah. That's a that's a deep corner. Yeah. So I I mean I, I if you're I, in South Toledo, your neighborhood bar is Ernest Brewworks, but you live quite a bit away from Ernest. Right. So that's why I don't tell people I live in South Toledo, even though I guess by districts and whatnot, it's it's South Toledo. So I don't really have uh local yeah, bar what's your spots. Neighborhood bar? Uh, since I moved, I swapped out. So registry was my spot for a okay. variety of things when I lived downtown. Um, but now I've really taken to bars, public house. I like that place a lot. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, just one exit away in 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 Maumee. So um, yep. I'm I'm on a different part. I used to do 475 all the time, like you, you know, like from downtown, from Collingwood, yep. Washington, up to the Monroe Corridor. Now I just go. I I went from 40 475 east and west to 475 north and south now. Okay. I have uh, traded my car commute for a bike commute. I think you should do the same. I could do that. I, I thought how long it might take me to go down airport to get to work each day. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Well, that's not a great road to be riding your bicycle on, but I have found that riding through neighborhoods, like to get from where I am, the neighborhood drops out behind the Museum of Art. And similarly, when I go up to like the Secor area, I'm riding through, what's that, Old Orchard right there? and. Mm-hmm. Um, riding a bike through a neighborhood is a pretty nice feeling in Toledo. Something you don't get from the airports and the Monroe's and the Seacores. Um, be, will you be careful when you're going to Whole Foods? Because the neighborhoods are one thing, but once you start messing with Seacore and that, that area oh, right there. I don't there. go out there. I ride through uh, like the Home Depot parking lot, and then that strip mall connects to the Amazon Whole Foods strip mall. So I don't even get out near that road. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Because there's... Yeah, it's, you're right. It's chaos. They will run you down on a bike on Seacor. Yep. <laughs> um, let me ask you something about our other friend. I could have just texted him, yep. but th- I haven't spoken to Dennis in, in a while. Um, yep. I, don't know, I hope I'm guessing he's good, great, but I really want to know if he managed to, to get his hands on a PS5. Um, I'm not sure if he did. If anyone did, it was probably done. It's, it's him, yeah, to add to... Uh, and he probably, he's probably going to say, oh, I, w- I don't even play it. I just wanted to have it. I'm on my Switch most of the time. He, <laughs> I never knew that he was the video game snob that he was. He is incredible at video games, and he has one game where he uh, he's like a pilot, a mm-hmm. remote pilot, and he flies the little model plane through downtown Toledo and sends us photos that look like he took him with his drone. Very incredible. nice. Yeah, I, I and for you to be a video game snob or to play or to be a gamer, which I think he he deems himself as, and also a successful lawyer, I don't Absolutely. know how that works. Absolutely. So he, um, one time he he told me that he is he prides himself on being like the best communicator in all the ways that he can, and I think video games is another way of expressing that. Yeah, I mean they're a great outlet. They're a great outlet. Um, to go backwards for uh, a second. Um, and if you don't want to talk about it for whatever reason, that's totally hey, fine. I, hold on. I, Dennis and I actually, we traveled this year together, believe it or not. Where'd you go? 2020, Dennis and I and another friend in Toledo went to Guatemala on a rotary trip. That's right. It's crazy to think that I would, it was beginning of February, late January. It's crazy to look back and think about being in international airports at like, as this thing started growing. I forget having we, no regard for that at all. I forget if we talked about that when I had John in May for the Tarda stuff, but what was that like? Um, it traveling internationally with rotary is one of these things that like once I did it, nothing else mattered. Right. We, we went down there and you see plaques and you know, it's not the Toledo club that's done it, but you see like a water well with a rotary stamp on it. You see a neighborhood school that rotary has been a part of. So we get a, a quite a treatment and, if you have a computer in front of you, you should Google Lake Atitlan. It is a volcanic vol- volcano crater lake in Guatemala that we went to with the sole purpose of trying to help clean up. They have phosphorus buildup similar to what we have um, and a couple of other issues like irrigation runoff and farm runoff that obviously I'm not qualified to take care of, but 
through Rotary, we have connections, volunteers, and other resources that help some of these projects that eventually could make a big difference at Lake Erie. It looks beautiful. I pulled it up. It's man, it's insane. After being there, I almost don't want to be anywhere else. Right. I I uh, I envy. <clears throat> I have a lot of wanderlust. I envy you and uh, and Dennis for having Me been too. able to take all these trips. Um, I know it's just one of the things that I kind of sacrifice having my dogs. Um, yeah. But it's it's fine. But I, I envy you guys. Not not that anybody could have gone much. Uh, of anywhere this year as Americans we're not allowed to go a lot of places this year but um, well it's deserved <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah we brought it on ourselves I <laughs> I hear uh, I have a friend that lives in, or just moved out of the Hillcrest and they were displeased yeah. with the direction that that building had uh, what had gone into yeah I, I must say my time at the Hillcrest was incredible. I mean, they have a heated garage with three floors of car storage, and one of them was a car wash bay. It, it, it's in, incredible. It looks like a historic hotel. I mean, we were spoiled because we had that patio on the rooftop, but we told them there was a zombie crawl happening, and they got an armed security guard who was out there every day since then because of that. It was a, a stark dichotomy from my experience in the LaSalle building, which is also a beautiful building, a nice rooftop patio, good good area and good community that live there. But the, the management at the Hillcrest in my time there was so responsive. Yeah, maybe it was just the rapid... They said Danny's gone, so they're like, we're going to let it go to hell now. But no, my, well, my friend... Well, it is a really old building, and I've heard that they have leaks in some rooms um, or other problems, so I get it. Yeah, and she said that, you know management and do stuff about her neighbors and there was you know i guess well, people yeah. were in the building who were being problematic and nothing was done so sounds like you got out at the right time but it is, it is forget about living there it is a beautiful building to look at in that neighborhood it's incredible um Did you let, know that amelia Earhart actually painted an arrow on top of that building when she came to toledo to point to Toledo's original airport. Somebody told me something like that. And there's there's other big history in that building as well, right? Um, underneath it, so the Toledo Club is one block away. And you can imagine what the Toledo Club was like during Prohibition. So right. Underneath the Hillcrest Hotel, there were tunnels that took you straight over to the Toledo Club. Right now they're bricked off. Uh, my AT&T guy told me this, but... <clears throat> there are tunnels that used to, and if you go into the Toledo Club, you can see that one of the windows in, I think that's the red room, one of the windows is actually what used to be a hidden elevator or a dumbwaiter, maybe. Um, and now there's a drape over it to make it look like a window that matches it on the wall on the other side. And there have been some very famous people that have stayed there as well? Um, Amelia Earhart, but other than that, I got no one. I thought there were. I thought there were. There might have been presidents or things like that before. Oh, it's a great. We we do have some really great. Lincoln building. stayed at the Oliver House. Okay, but that's and, not the. And that's why it's super okay. haunted. Um, um, that and a number. <laughs> last thing, do you have any any yep. any fun Tarda things to pass along? Um. Well, the fairs are still free. That's kind of fun, but you know, no one should be going out if they don't have to, right? Right. Now. Right, right, right. Yeah, in, in, in a lot of yeah, in a lot of ways, uh, this second wave, and, and we're now this is the official one. Uh, it's worse yep. 
in some ways than the first one. Thankfully, that the, you know we've we've got a handle on, on some of oh, the debt. The we deadly- don't even have the Thanksgiving cases yet. But. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just, <laughs> I was talking to somebody about this a couple of days ago because there's gonna be there's gonna be more cases that that aren't reported because people just won't get tested for one reason or another. And this is yeah. a, a nasty other uppercut. Thankfully, it seems like there's a vaccine uh, within sight now. So. But I'm glad. Uh, a couple I'm glad. of them that seem promising. That's good. And I will say that winter is my absolute favorite time to ride the bus instead of drive my car. Although I have a four wheel drive, like it's still pretty frightening to be on the road um, when the you know it's slippery and icy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm being looking, in a bus pretty comfortable. Uh, I'm looking forward to what you and your your crew there. Um, and how they can modernize things and and make it something for the uh, the mid twenty first century. It's I'm I'm sorry that this this year happened to stunt some of that, but I'm looking forward yeah. to all the things that you guys can do with that because there's there's nowhere to go but up. And I'm sure you know you being the creative type that you are, people should not be saying no to any wild idea to make things better for the Tarta <laughs> brand. Well, I appreciate that. I think we're doing good work. New CEO's been here eleven total months now, and to go from where it was to now having a full senior leadership team of transit experts from across the nation, not just people that were built in our own backyard. I think we're on a really good foot. Good. Yeah. Like I said, nowhere to go, but up and that's not to, to denigrate it at all, but just a lot of opportunity for growth. Uh, I've, yeah. I'm glad you've had I have a hard hitting question for you though. Okay. What is better? Great Lakes Christmas sale or mommy Bay's Blitzen? It's been a full year since I've had either. Can can we can we can I do a taste test and come back and give you an answer? Um, yeah. Which one? Which which is better for you? Oh, mommy bay. Okay. But uh, I should also note that I don't really care for either of them. I don't like the cinnamon drink. <laughs> I I I'm I'm better with uh, Christmas ales than pumpkin yep. or anything Oktoberfest. I, I yeah, tried, definitely. Oh, like it's it's nasty. I do like the sweet taste of of Christmas ales. I like uh, at the Dirty Bird with. I think they do Mommy yep. Bay there, and they put the yep. cinnamon on the rim. Like that's really yep, good. That's it. I'll say this, they and I usually ju- have a carriage ride downtown with when they first deliver all the Christmas ale yep, eggs. Not this year. Santa's on it. The Grinch is on it. That's a really fun time to be downtown too. And, and some, some very cool people used to do a trolley thing before a pandemic hit as well. Do you remember that? Um, I think the trolley still happened. Is it? So last year, last year we partnered with the handlebar. Um, you know, the handlebar that goes around mm-hmm. downtown and we kind of tag teamed it. And this year, as was our intention, because the capacity just got so big for our little nonprofit, um, we handed it off to Handlebar and Tom, and I, I I saw an ad for it in November. I haven't checked in and followed up, but I think there's a chance that there could still be a trolley. Good, it'd be good. Um, to go backwards for a second, and I because I just got it yesterday. Instead you go backwards of backwards a lot, man. I do go backwards because I think of We're things. Going forward. I know. Well, I go I go in every direction. Uh, I got <laughs> I got it yesterday. That's how good creatives go. Go ahead. And I'll split the I'll split the baby with your beer question. And I've liked it for a long time, and I'm glad that they keep cranking it out because Line and Kugel is always taking things away. Snowdrift yep. Vanilla Porter. Okay, I'll give that a try. There we go. Good to catch up. I'm glad you've had a, a, a decent year with the wedding and everything. Uh, yep. Pack on even more Thank dogs sure. to that home and everything. Have you seen our little Atlas and how smart he is with his little talking buttons? No, can he he can uh, communicate now? Um, he does pretty well. I'll send you a video right now. 
Very nice. Well, Mr. Grinch, I look forward to the continuing adventures <laughs> of of at Toledo Grinch on Twitter or wherever else that pops up. That is not a thing, but <laughs> it may be a thing. Have fun. I hope you do it. Thanks, man. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Take care. Bye-bye.